Hello everyone and uh, welcome back to another bonus episode. We Hang on, let me just pull up the question that we're going to discuss. We are halfway through Boogie Nights. <laughs> we cannot um, watch two hours have like, in one go. It is not possible. No. No, there's never a point in our week where that's possible. It was like the weekend, so, so we've watched... at home and during the boys' nap, assuming we didn't want lunch. That's kind of like where we would have two hours. No, but it's more, more than two hours as well, the film. Impossible. Yeah. And are you really going to get a babysitter to rent a film off of Amazon? <laughs> yeah, or I mean, but then the problem is that we're working in every minute of our like childcare hours. I mean, this is work. It's just like, it doesn't really feel that I way, find it I suppose. Taxing. I don't know. <laughs> I'm really enjoying Boogie Nights, but anyway, we, we'll get on. We're only halfway yeah, through. Yeah, maybe the last so, half um, very different to We the can't really half. talk. We've already watched, we've watched the first like hour and 20 minutes in two chunks. We basically have about 30 to 40 minutes, which we can spend quietly together every evening. And so we've spent two of those on two bits of Boogie Nights, and now we're spending another one doing the pod. Well, and I'm trying to find just, this question. What's the future of feminism? Yeah, but I want to see who asked because I want to. I want to give her a shout out. So silly, I should. I mean, I, I gotta say, it is so heartening to see how active the chat is. I was looking at um. I was I was just curious to see like what other people chatted about on different Substacks, and so I had a little look through the ones that I subscribed to, and I couldn't find any that was as active as this one. Sometimes writers don't turn them on for some reason. I don't really know why they wouldn't. Um, or they just like I think it's I think it's because um, writers tend not to start threads and things, and so people mm-hmm. are a bit shy. Whereas um, it's been underway for long enough now that people aren't shy, so there's lots of lovely threads. It's really nice to see. Uh, okay, here we go. It was from um, Jessica Noguez. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing your name, Jessica. Um, who would love to know the future of feminism according to you. According to you. I mean... It's like Times Person of the Year 2007. It's you. you. Um, it's like an All Souls question, isn't it? In fact, wasn't that... No, it literally is. Wasn't, yeah, that was, was an All Souls question at once. There was one a paper year, I saw it? once where the question was, with a feminism. With a feminism. All right, so... Nicole, sorry, I've forgotten her name already. Nicole? Jessica. Jessica, similar. Um, some of the same sounds. Uh, so, Jessica, with a feminism. Mm. Well, do you want to go first then? <laughs> I think I know what you're going to say. What do you think I'm going to say? Uh, that differential fertility means that um, your brand of feminism is going to win out. The only question is whether the world is kind of destroyed first. I mean, it's either going to be my brand of feminism or it's going to be no feminism at all. Right. That's going to be the final round of the Hunger Games. It's either your feminism or it's what Handmaid's Tale feminism, which is, you know. <laughs> That's stretching the definition of the term, brush. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even I don't think that Handmaid's Tale feminism is coherent. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah. I am pretty doom and gloom at the moment. When I started writing the book, as, you, as you'll know, um, The Case for Having Kids, I kind of envisaged it, envisaged it as a um, an optimistic insight 
as like like a policy program for the UK government in particular and for other governments to say here are all the lovely policies that you can implement to avert the problem with low birth rates which is real and serious um and then the longer i've spent working on it the more i've concluded that actually there aren't easy policy tweaks and now i have and now i don't really know how to like sum up the book without just being a massive doomer I found that I've been reading a lot the last couple of weeks. This is relevant to the with a feminism question about cyclical theories of history and like different explanations as to why civilizations tend to rise and fall reliably. And um, I'm actually thinking I really want to get this guy on the pod who's a uh, who's a specialist in Oswald Spengler, who's one of the most prominent thinkers associated with this um, model of history. And Spengler has this quote I read today, which is, um, optimism is cowardice. Oh. <laughs> no, it's yeah. not. It could just be delusion. That's what, it, for me, it's delusion. <laughs> yeah. At me next time, Spengler. Well, anyway... <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, and Spengler has this line as well. Spengler has a more famous line, um, wh uh, which is something like, "It's uh, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, um, when people start, when, when, when we reach the point in civilization where people start talking, like deliberating on whether or not they should have children rather than just having them automatically, then we have reached the end or something mm. like that. So anyway, for whatever reason, uh, like the fall of civilizations is is associated with low birth but rates. Who, apart from us, has ever been able to to make that decision? Hi everyone, you've just listened to a teaser version of this week's bonus episode. Uh, so the way it works is we've got our classic episodes on YouTube, on all podcast platforms on Substack, uh, where I sit down with a guest for about an hour and have a conversation. For paid subscribers on Substack, you can also, for $79 a year or $8 a month, get an extended version of those conversations. At the moment, we've got one a week, but we are hoping as soon as possible to move up to doing two a week uh, and to have conversations in person as well. So um, paid subscriptions um, make it easier for us to do that because I need to pay my producers, you know, all of the resources needed to, to put out um, a regular podcast. Um, on Substack as well, there is also a founding members uh, paid subscription to here. So for founding members, you get all of that and you also get these full length weekly bonus episodes, about an hour, um, where me and my husband respond in a very unscripted way to listeners' questions. So that's for uh, $159 a year. Uh, which is a bit over $13 a month. So uh, all of this is available at my Substack, louiseperry.substack.com.